it's time for the guy who always gets you to the ball game on time. And here's the pitch. It's Matt Wyatt with all the good stuff you need to know. Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Listen, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! Let's go! Welcome in to the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, off and running with you. What day is it? Oh, oh, that day is hump day. Hump day, yes. Halfway point of the week, it's Wednesday in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team, they are your home team at Farm Bureau across the state, staying connected to you here today because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi, C Spire. Customer inspired. Welcome back to those on the live stream. Look at them popping on in there, tuning in. So if you're on the live stream today, hey to you. Uh, back with you in the normal studio on YouTube, Facebook. Feel free to type in a comment, hit me up. I know some people watch on Twitter. It streams live on Twitter. Maybe not as many, and you don't. You're not able to comment the way Twitter currently has the the live video streaming setup. You can't comment on it. So just tweet me. You know, right there underneath, and I'll see it. I've got it pulled up today, too. So glad y'all are here. Hey, Bill. Hey, Matt. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. It was good to see you yesterday. I'll see you again tomorrow. Yeah, you'll be back in here face-to-face. I'm burning up the highway, like literally and figuratively. (laughs) Hey, yesterday, Bill, after I was doing the show with you and I got on the road, I was uh, driving up the highway going about, oh, 70 ish <laughs> up, yeah, what uh, highway were you uh, on doing that the highway 25 okay, okay. So that was pretty much yeah. legal highway okay. 25 headed north i was in leak county close. yeah i was close <laughs> i was in leak county you know about to hit winston county i looked down and my dashboard said 101 degrees oh man yeah that's what it said that's what my car you know and i don't whether it was 101 i don't know later than the day it said 99 i was in west point it said 99 it was hot. I mowed a little grass this morning, and I needed that um, air-conditioned mower we've been ooing mm-hmm. and eyeing over from Divinity did Equipment. You, did you wear your new shirt? Yeah, I did. Sweated right. right through it. It's in the washing machine right now. <laughs> Thank you, Thibodeau. Thibodeau gave me a mowing shirt yesterday from Magnolia Lawn Keepers, and I wore it today. It helped protect me from the sun, and I'm talking about ringing wet with sweat when I got done. So it's in the washing machine as we speak. Hey to y'all. Hey to y'all. We got some stuff to get into. Namely, go ahead and hit it. A little more baseball today. Yeah, a little more baseball today. And we could have baseball tomorrow, depending on what happens today. Uh, Let me set you up. The text line is wide open to you also. So that's a great way to grab a seat, pull up to the table, have a seat. And jump into our conversation with us. You can do it on the text line. Text me at 885-ESPN, 601-885-ESPN or 885-3776. Or you could call me on the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment, Madison and Jackson, your Kubota dealer. 601-995-1059. 995-1059. Give me a call. We got lots to get into. Now, yes, baseball... Ole Miss is going to play tonight. They are one win from the finals. Arkansas is trying to beat them tonight to force a game tomorrow, a winner-go-home game tomorrow. 
A&M's in it today with Oklahoma. Same situation for them. So, you know, you're going to have baseball today, two games, and maybe games tomorrow, maybe none. It just depends on the results. But there is some big potential news here in the state of Mississippi that's very impactful or could be very impactful. And I had not heard anything about this until just a little bit ago. So I'll give you those details coming up. First, though, we're going to let Take Me Out to the Ball Game finish. Oh, and I meant to tell you, when you sit at the table with us, uh, get you some coffee in your mug from High Point Roasters in New Albany, Mississippi. Highpointroasters.com. That's what I'm drinking today. Okay. All right. So game times today, one and six. Pretty consistent, right? The one o'clock game today in Omaha is two and zero Oklahoma versus one loss Texas A and M. And if Oklahoma can win, they're into the finals. A and M goes home. But if A and M can win, it evens it up, sends it to a final game tomorrow to decide who goes. Tonight at six, Ole Miss, Arkansas. Uh, Ole Miss is um, sitting there in the catbird seat, two and zero. They're going to, excuse me, they are one win away from sending Arkansas to the house, and Ole Miss fans are hoping it happens. <laughs> Arkansas, on the other hand is hoping that uh, they are able to extend this thing. If they can win, if Arkansas can beat Ole Miss tonight, sends it to a game tomorrow, and then it's just one game. Winner moves on to the finals. Loser season's done. So, you know, we're going to see. Ole Miss has just been so dominant. I can't even remember the last time we saw Ole Miss playing from behind. So, hey, um, there it is. 1 o'clock, 6 o'clock tonight. First of all, hi to everybody on the live stream uh, Corey gave us a hey from Brookhaven. Thanks for tuning in in Brookhaven, Corey. Appreciate you being a part of the show. Dorothy gave us a what's up. Glad you're here. Steve is in Dothan, Alabama. If you think it's hot in Tupelo, Mississippi right now, go to Dothan, Alabama. You're nearly in Florida. You're about an hour from the beach down there. You're nearly in Georgia. It's down south. Romy, thanks for uh, tuning in on the YouTube live stream. Uh, PZ on Facebook is from Vicksburg. Let me just say this. If you think it's hot <laughs> in Tupelo, Mississippi, <laughs> Bill, go to Vicksburg. Let me see what the temperature is here right now. Man. Okay, see what it is. In it re- is uh, 94 degrees right now. A smooth 94. I was going to make a joke earlier today. But I looked ahead at the forecast, and, and in North Mississippi, we're supposed to get a little rain on Sunday night, Monday morning, and then after that, Bill, it's going to cool down all the way down to 91. <laughs> Gee, a cool down. A <laughs> cool down uh, to um, <clears throat> to 91. I might have to put on a sweater. Brock is here. He's a Bama fan. He's on Facebook, and I mean on YouTube, and he says, name, image, and likeness is picking up for these five-star prospects, and I don't like it. It's BS. Well, let me say this, Brock. Name, image, and likeness for five-star prospects, that's a Bama problem. Okay, you're a Bama fan, that's a Bama problem. The rest of us aren't in that. <laughs> we, we can't play that kind of ball, okay? So I'm sorry, Brock, if I can't empathize or sympathize. As a state fan, I don't know about name, image, and likeness for five-star prospects. I'll just be honest with you. You're the only one here talking about that. 
today. All right, we, we care about baseball and other stuff. I do have some some news I, that you probably haven't heard that could be a big deal for Mississippi. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. What's up, Aaron? Aaron's on Facebook. He says, don't you miss those summer workouts, two-a-days? Aaron, no. And let me tell you something. So yesterday I was in Starkville. Yesterday afternoon, 100 degrees. I, I park in a parking lot over there by the, the track facility, and I could see across the track facility back towards the SEAL football complex at State, and the entire football team was out there running, going through workouts and stuff. <laughs> you know, the running stuff. Like the non, we don't use a football for these workouts types of things, just running, conditioning. And I just remember, I looked at it and I thought, man, how did I go through that? And, you know, as a younger player, I struggled with all the conditioning and the heat and everything. And then as a, I just remember that by the time I was a junior or senior, I really didn't struggle with it that bad. You know, we're out there, it's just, you've been doing it so much for four or five years, you just kind of, whatever, handle it. I'm going to live through it one way or the other. Might as well have a good attitude about it. Let's do our best, you know. <laughs> and I handled it a lot better. Now, man, I wouldn't last five minutes. How, do, how, did, we, how did we make it, Aaron? <clears throat> how did we make it? You just tough. Became tough. You had to become tough. Yeah. Either that or quit. I do remember when I was younger, going through some of that stuff, thinking, man, I could get in my car and go home right now. Nobody is stopping me from going. I could do it. I could get a job tomorrow. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't do it. I'm glad I stuck it out. Uh, Coop DeVille says on YouTube, Matt, how do you feel about the balconies at Davis Wade Stadium Experience? Do you think it'll last? I do think it'll last. I do think it's a good idea. And if you'll stay tuned, Coop, I'm going to tell you why I think it's a good idea. And we'll have someone else who was involved in the planning of that to tell you why. Uh, it's potentially a, a, a good idea. My man Chuck in Prattville, Alabama, on YouTube says, In Prattville, it's 95 degrees with a heat index of 101. Good day for air conditioning. Good day for it to make sure it's working. Uh, Julie said on Facebook, Collinsville, Collinsville, Mississippi, checking in at 97 with a heat index of 106. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Okay, Tommy on the Country Pleasing text line says, it is 100 there because that's where I am. Hey, Matt and Bill, go Rebels. Wait a minute. Tommy, where are you? You in Omaha? Is it 100 degrees in Omaha today? I didn't even look that up, but I, I will look it up. But are you there, Tommy? And and uh, tuning into our show, and then you're going to go to the game tonight? Because I guarantee you're not the only one who's tuned into. You know, what's going on in Mississippi and what's the talk in Mississippi while also in Omaha going to ball games? No, look, yeah, okay. I've got, uh, I've got 85 degrees and sunny in Omaha right now. That's what I see too, Bill. 84 degrees, sunny, a high today of 90, but a low of 67. It's going to be nice tonight out in Omaha when the sun goes down. So much more palatable weather uh, for the folks out in Omaha as opposed to. Uh, what they've had this past week. No, Tommy's not in there. He says he's in Hattiesburg. Okay, but your your heart is in Omaha. Is that right? <laughs> Rebel Rex on the country pleasing text line. He says, hey, Matt, all of us Ole Miss fans have one thing to say to the Hogs. As my buddy Matt Wyatt would say, see ya. <laughs> Signed, Rebel Rex. Yeah, give him a big see ya if you send them back to Fayetteville, huh? I tell you what, they looked good last night against Auburn. Auburn just, I don't know, wh what would you say about Auburn, Rex? Um, it's almost like, 
you know, a tip of the cap. It's almost like Auburn felt like they overachieved being there to begin with, and and that's fine. You want your team to be an overachiever. But it seemed that way. It just felt that way. You know, they had the co-player of the year and and uh, Deshera, the the transfer, and he's a Sonny Deshera, and he was a really neat story. But he got cold as a cucumber here in the postseason, and they couldn't score with, with him not driving in runs. They didn't have anybody else driving in runs. And they just weren't as good as the other teams. But a heck of a season for them. I think they really did uh, overachie- overachieve uh to a degree. Hog Jowl on the country pleasing text line says, obviously Ole Miss is in the driver's seat, but anything can happen, he says. Well, now you're right about that. And this is baseball. Don't ever forget that crazy, weird, unexplainable things happen in the postseason. Hog Jowl says, I do believe if the Hogs can get a win tonight, he says it puts the pressure more on Ole Miss because then they know that they can lose. And yes, it, you know, and getting a lead, don't you, Hogjow, feel like getting a lead, maybe even early in this game tonight for Arkansas, is going to be the key? You know, if they, they sit there and they're trailing by a run or two on into the fifth or sixth, it's over because Ole Miss is just too confident. Come on, all you Razorback fans, let's stand up and call. Hey, here's the thing about it. If you hate the Woo Pig, you better pull for Ole Miss tonight because if Arkansas has any success in that game tonight, these the Woo Pigs are going to rattle your eardrums all the way from Omaha. I promise you that. <laughs> Come on. That's for you, Hogdown. And all our hog brethren out there, I'm expecting a phenomenal atmosphere tonight for that ball game. Really, really should be good. Here we go. Scott's got me an update. Brandon, Mississippi, the first alert weather has a heat advisory out, 95 degrees, but it feels like 104 in the great city of Brandon. What is that? Look, here's the thing about it. Humidity at 47%. Get get this. It's too hot to be humid. It can't be humid when it's this hot. <laughs> Go pour some water on the sidewalk. Watch what happens. It's gone. My yard is beginning to be crunchy. I don't know if yours is uh, as well. Rebel Rex uh, weighing back in on the country pleasing text line. Says, I think Arkansas just kept hanging in that game until it broke open. But my thing is... Arkansas has to have uh, spent pitching staff, but we're going to see. You would think so. I've played, you know, one more game. And that's, I mean, that's such a, for Oklahoma and Ole Miss to, you go win your first two, it's just huge because it just totally sets you up to be slick from a pitching perspective, especially if you win tonight. You don't have to play tomorrow. One more thing from Tommy Anaheim. He says, uh, I wish I was in Omaha. And it may head that way if the Rebels win. See, and that's an advantage this year. They did such a good thing in the organizers of the College World Series of changing the schedule so that when the finals begin, you can go watch the first two games of the finals on the weekend. Last year, and it had been that way for years, 
you'd have a three game best of three series of finals, and it started on Monday. Starts on Monday, and it could finish on Wednesday. It make a lot of sense. I mean, people still have to work. Not everybody's out for the summer. So it's just it's better for the schools and the fan bases and everything. They win, you're going to play game one of the finals on Saturday. Game two, Sunday, and then Monday, if necessary. It could go to a weekend. But to have them on the weekends, it's going to help for television. It's just so much of a better deal. And for like you, Tommy, you know, if you work this week, they win. You get a ticket, go. You can figure out a place to stay. Even if you don't get that hammered out before you go, just get up there. And you get Saturday and Sunday and hope that your team wins in two. And you might even get back and not have to miss work. Now, you might be sleepy on Monday. <laughs> but you, but you, uh, you might not even have to miss. Okay, uh, real quick, let's hit the uh, phone line, Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment Madison and in Jackson. Rooster hanging on line one. What's up, Rooster? Yeah, I'm just calling to gloat. But isn't it amazing? We got three teams from the SEC West and Oklahoma. Yeah. What a deal. I know it. But it does, you know, it kind of looks like it's going to be hard for the Aggies to get in there. Uh, I got to win two in a row. Yeah. You asked your question who has long hair and wears 26? Long hair and wears 26? Yep. Who's that? Is that Kevin Graham or is that the pitcher from Tupelo? No, it's Ponto. <laughs> me. You. I'm not going to cut my hair to grass at $1.99. <laughs> and, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Birthday. You're not cutting it until gas is $1.99? $1.99. <laughs> no haircut. It's been nine months. He's going to be scraggly. <laughs> He's no, be... 26 is my birthday. So okay. I hope that kid, that kid, I look like he's going to pitch on the 26. That would be strange. Yeah. But it, so. it sure looks like deja vu with Mississippi State and Ole Miss. It sure does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it really I'm does. off the wall. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. It sure is. Hey. Yeah, I just co- Yeah, uh, but listen, I Googled last night, midnight, Jackson was 90, and Chicago was 89. It's midnight. Heat index. So it's hot. It's hot in other places. Yeah, it's, 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 that's right. Jackson, you know? Yeah, no doubt about it. It's when you look at that heat wave map. I mean, it it stretches a huge part, all of the southeast, a big part of the Midwest. And like you say, it's hot everywhere. It's summer. Let me just get over it. It's like you know, complaining about the and weather. Still, what we're gonna do about it? I'm still on board. I'm trying to hitchhike to Omaha or Council Bluff. Anybody wants to give me a ride? I'm available. All right, uh, Rooster needs a ride. Y'all hear that? It's the second time we've put it out there. You might go in. Let him tag along. Appreciate it, Rooster. Thank, Thank you. you. God bless. Thank you. He's, I just wonder if he's going to pay for gas. What, is he trying to land an airplane right now while he talks to us on the phone line? I mean, kind of sounded that way. Is, is he flying a biplane? He's got those goggles on right now. It's just <laughs> he's out there trying to guide the plane <laughs> in. Right now. You know, <laughs> Any wind that blows nowadays, it feels like someone's just turned the heater on. That's what it feels like. Blowing that hot air at you. Rebel Rex texted the country pleasing text line. He said, Madison, 92 degrees and feels like 102. 100 degrees. It's extra hot for sure. But thank goodness for a roof over our head and loved ones, friends, family who will take care of us if we're down and out and get us out of the heat. We'll make it. We just got to make it through it. It'll cool off eventually at some point. And you know what's happened the last few years? Probably going to happen this year too. You know, it'd be hot all summer long, and football practice will start at the end of July, beginning of August, 
And about the first or second week of August, and we'll all have football on the brain, we will get a cool snap, and it'll feel like fall for about three days, and we'll be going, wow, this is great. And all it is is a tease. All it is is a tease, because you know it's going to get hot again, and by the time you play those first <laughs> couple of weekends of college football, it'll be you know, back to 90 degrees in the shade. Now, if you're a state fan, you know, send your administration at state uh, a thank you letter. Uh, they worked really hard in negotiating with TV and with the opponent Memphis and everything to get that first game, that season opener game hosting Memphis and Starkville, moved to a 6 p.m. kickoff, and they were able to do that as opposed to having an early game. They had to work really hard, uh, but they got it done. When's, when's Ole Miss's first game? The, the time of day. Isn't it also six? I hope so. Vicksburg 95 feels like 109. <laughs> feels like 195. That's the thing about it. I mean, you get <clears throat> you start getting up close to 110 degrees. Might as well be 140 because you're not going out. You're staying in. All right. What is the news? Thanks for all the interaction here as we just get started with you here today uh, on this Wednesday show. I do have some news, and it popped up on my timeline, a story from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Something may be coming to the coast that if this happens, when I first read it, I thought, this has got to be a joke. Surely this isn't real. It turns out it is real. And if this happens, it's going to be a really, really neat thing. Not to mention, yes, there's some breaking news. I say breaking. There's an announcement today of a change at Davis Wade Stadium this year for Mississippi State football. And Debbie, uh, you and some others have asked me about that. And I'll give you some details and we'll talk about that next. As we get started here today in the Bureau, stick around. Winning the game, or even losing the game. You're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right Hey, all right, here we go. Welcome back. Potentially some big news for the state of Mississippi. Let me give it to you. What do you think about this? I hope you'll weigh in. A couple of news stories for you here. Feel free to comment on the live stream, YouTube, Facebook, if you're on there. Y'all can tweet me if you're watching on Twitter. Text me on the country please and text line. Call me on the Divinity phone. Here it is. One of the first Sports Illustrated resorts in the United States could be coming to South Mississippi meaning the coast. Now, this is reported by the Sun-Herald. What is a Sports Illustrated Resort? Well, it includes hotels, a family entertainment center, and a crystal lagoon. What is a lagoon? Okay, the $410 million resort. Let me repeat that. Did you hear that number? Bill, have you heard about this, by the way? No, sir, I have not. Okay. A $410 million resort would be built on what originally was going to be the site for the Gulf Coast Galleria Shopping Center. Apparently it didn't happen. Fell through. Something. 
78-acre property. It's on the southwest quadrant. Let me get this. Southwest quadrant of the I-10 and 110 intersection in D'Iberville. It's directly south of the promenade there. If you've ever been to D'Iberville, you know where the promenade is. It's uh, north of Biloxi, four miles from the coastline. Four miles from the coastline, in other words, in other words, you can walk to the beach. I mean, four miles. You can walk four miles. <laughs> Sports Illustrated Resort. Now, the details here, the Diaberville City Council on Tuesday unanimously voted their support of Blue Water Beach, the working name of that resort. is called Blue Water Beach. They've agreed to issue tax increment financing bonds to cover part of the cost of infrastructure improvements for the new development. Uh, announcement that Sports Illustrated will lend its name to Premium Lifestyle Resorts and Entertainment Destinations. They announced that back in February around the Super Bowl. But nobody realized that one of the first ones, maybe the first one, to pop up, again, it's going to be the Sports Illustrated Resort, is going to come to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. As far as, like, the the proper, uh, you know, United States. Because they have one that is under construction right now in the Dominican Republic. Uh, they've got another one planned for Orlando. I think that's 2024. A little more on the details. Centerpiece of Diverville Resort will be an 11-acre crystal lagoon that features a clear sand beach and a Storyland Family Entertainment Center with indoor and outdoor attractions. Tentative plans call for three hotels. The largest would have two to 300 rooms along with shopping, theme restaurants, and entertainment such as live music, dance, and film festivals, and on and on and on it goes. Developers are looking to purchase the site possibly late this year, open the resort in late 2024, which would put it right in the same time frame as the one they're going to open in Orlando. They hope to draw between 1 and 2 million visitors a year. More about the location of the property in D'Iberville. It's on the interstate uh, with access to major markets coming along the Gulf Coast. Makes it the right location for the resort. That's according to Christopher Schroeder, CEO of Experimental Ventures Hospitality, one of the developers of this thing. So you got a partnership with the city. It's weird because, okay, Sports Illustrated, we think of the magazine, but it says they're going to lend their name to this thing. How about that? Sports Illustrated Resort, D'Iberville, Mississippi. Proper name, Blue Water Beach, D'Iberville. How about that? So at any rate, you know, it's... Um, if this happens in 2024, what do you want to bet? Real quick, you'll hear Jake Wimberly live from Sports Illustrated Resort. <laughs> You know, that's just a little bit up from what the Hard Rock and the baseball stadium. Right. And all that. So mm -hmm. Right there in the same area. So that's right there. A so busy, busy place. It's a really busy. That's it. And so, mm -hmm. you know, the, the I-10 and 110 deal, and it's saying it's it's in that southwest corridor of it, 
four miles from the coast. So that's just right there, basically. I mean, it's not that far. So I'm seeing a beach shuttle service in our future there, Matt? Uh, yeah, right. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, stay at the hotel at the Sports Illustrated Resort. Jump call, in, call the Wilson Wyatt uh, <laughs> shuttle service. Jump in the shuttle and head on down to the beach. Or Wyatt Wilson, whichever. You know what's a shame? Okay, so you have the minor league baseball stadium on the coast. Now what we need is a big football stadium to have a bowl game down there. Yeah, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Like so, Because, look, let's be honest. If Mobile can have a bowl game, if Montgomery can have a bowl game, you know, a new 35, 40,000-seat stadium on the Gulf Coast could have a bowl game. But then yeah, it's of, like... Kind of seeing amusement parks, too, down there, so probably going to spring up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, That's really stadium good. would be perfect. I mean, you know, it really would. Okay, here is the other. <clears throat> yeah, and if you put a Top Golf in now, Nick, you're right about that. Nick mentioned on the text line Top Golf. Mix that in there. Now we really got something. Yeah. Okay. True. Here is the other piece of news that I want to tell you about. Mississippi State made this announcement today. Yeah, by the way, on Facebook, Elizabeth is right. She says, I may have overshot it, Elizabeth. <laughs> she said, yeah, we need a shuttle. Nobody's walking four miles. <laughs> okay, you're not walking four miles to the beach. <laughs> yeah, we got to buy us a few buses. <laughs> okay, I got down here. Ride a bicycle. I'd ride a bike four miles easy to the beach. Okay, she's right about that. I overshot it. No, here's the announcement today from Mississippi State. Introducing. Where's my Mississippi State music? I got, hold on, I got, I got, what is it? here it is. Introducing the balconies at Davis Wade Stadium. Um, times are changing. The multiple ways fans consume sporting events are no longer the same as they were even as recently as a few short years ago. This story says that uh, Mississippi State they're always looking to provide supporters with a multitude of options to try and accommodate the evolving needs of the Bulldog family at Davis Wade Stadium. They've got the scoreboard club, the gridiron, all that stuff. Now, add this. The balconies at Davis Wade Stadium. Go to hailstate.com. You can see renderings. Stay tuned. I'll show you some renderings, and we'll talk about it in a minute. This is on the upper deck on the west side of the football stadium. So the, the upper deck on the west side, like above the press box, as you know, on the ends of the upper deck, they hadn't sold as many of those tickets in recent years anyway. You hadn't had as many people sitting all the way to the edges in the upper deck. They were kind of in the middle. So they've gone in and taken out. I'm talking about it's going on as we speak today. The cranes showed up today and dropping these structures in and they're fastening and everything. They took the seats out, the bench seats out, off of either end of the upper deck on the west side and are building in these, quote-unquote, boxes where you can make a donation, buy a certain number of tickets, and you have this, you know, sort of like a personalized box suite. You're in the upper deck. You have the, the view, but you can bring in your own chairs, a fan, two fans, you know, uh, it's got a shade that you can sit in to get out of the sun up there. You can have your own fridge, eat your own food. You got elbow room. If you want to stand, you stand. If you want to sit in a chair you brought up there, you can sit in a chair you brought up there. All of that stuff is sort of customizable. It's a little bit like 
tailgating in the stadium, except you're not cooking anything on a grill. It's a little bit like maybe a, a left field lounge type thing from baseball, except in football. Except again, you're not you're not cooking anything up there because you can't do that. But electricity, bringing your TV. So like if I get one of these spaces in the upper deck, me and my family, whatever we want to sit in, we bring it. Whatever we want to eat, we bring it. We've got a fridge. Bring it in there the night before. we got shade and we get hot. we got fans. Uh, i got to put a TV up. <laughs> if I wanna watch, I'm watching the game live. I'm also watching it on TV where I'm watching another game. You know, you got electricity. Charge your phone. Plug it in. You know, just whatever. You can see what these things look like. And it's going to be for this football season. The balconies at Davis Wade Stadium. I think it is a great idea. Because we've covered it here. If y'all have watched me and, and we've had this conversation together, you know where I stand on it. The entire sport of college football is losing people every year to the home viewing experience. There are contributing factors. We know that. And there, if you, the, the seats you do have in the stadium are just over the years going to have to be better and better. People are just decreasingly willing to sit elbow to elbow with either people they do know or they don't know and sweat it out watching a ball game for four quarters. They don't want that anymore. This kind of stuff in stadiums is the future. Pretty soon we'll see this throughout stadiums, maybe even Davis Wade, and I think State's the first maybe FBS school to jump into something like this. So if you'll, you'll tune in next, Mike Ritchie, who's the uh, executive senior AD for the Bulldog Club, I talked with him, and he's got some details on this, including what it costs. And if you're watching the live stream, I'll give you some images of what it looks like also. All that coming up. Stick around. Okay, back with you, rolling along here in hour one of the show in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. So I mentioned this to you a little bit ago. Um, State announcing uh, something, I wouldn't call it experimental. Not based on what I understand, because it's way, way, way too permanent of a structure. I mean, we're, we're talking about permanent metal and concrete structure being built into the upper decks that exist at Davis Wade Stadium. And they're starting on the west side this year on the edges. So in the middle of the upper deck is still the the same seating you have for those season ticket holders. But on the ends are going to be these new balconies, and they're like personalized spaces that have shade and electricity, and you bring your own stuff in there and all that kind of stuff. It, it's like a, a box suite but outdoors instead of enclosed indoors, and to put them in that upper deck. And I think it's a great idea because if for nothing else but the shade and the personalization, you got elbow room, bring in a fan, you know, sit in a seat that you like, all that kind of stuff, personalize it. And uh, the cost is not that you do have to make a Bulldog Club donation, but you're kind of going to go in with some other folks for the most part. Most people are because you have to buy a minimum of eight season tickets at the cost of those season tickets. So it's not cheap by any stretch, but you get one 
for a minimum of, I guess it's about $4,500 for the whole season. That includes the tickets and everything. And I, we'll walk through that in an interview in just a second. But again, what I think is this is the future. With everything else you've had in the declining attendance in stadiums, the TV viewing experience is so good. Economically, you look at this, what we're going through, and, and now, for now anyway, get prices, ticket prices, gas prices, all this other stuff, they've got to be creative and find creative ways. I'm telling you, at places like State, I think that the days of having 65,000 people in your stadium are over, unless you go find the next Dak Prescott, just to be totally honest. So you got to have other things. And I just think you're going to look up in the future, and there are going to be major Division One stadiums that half of their stadium is going to be this kind of seating stuff. It's not going to be bleacher seats anymore. It may not even be chairbacks in half their stadium. It's going to be stuff that is – kind of fun and comfortable to be there because that's what it's going to take. So I applaud State for getting on the, the horse here and trying this out. And I would even <laughs> wager that it's going to be a success and they'll be looking for ways to add more of this kind of stuff, whether it be in more of the upper deck or building something in the south end zone. That's just kind of what I think in the future. All right, so let's listen to this right now. Uh, Bill and I have queued up for you. I had a conversation with a guy named Mike Ritchie. He is one of the senior associate ADs at Mississippi State. He's with the Bulldog Club, knows all about this. And I just had a few questions that he kind of walks us through where the idea came from and why, how it's getting pulled off, and then what it's going to cost if you wanted to access something like this. And I find it really interesting, again, because not only is this interesting, but I think this is the kind of stuff, this is the direction that schools across the country are all going to go in the very near future. Here's that interview with Mike Ritchie. What's the basic idea, like where this came from and, and why it's changing a little bit in the upper deck? How would you answer that? Well, I, I think a couple of things we're seeing around uh, the industry, not just here in Mississippi State, but around the industry, that the way that fans consume these games is changing. And, and we hear from a lot of folks this that what they value is an opportunity to be able to move around, to have mobility in the stadium, to not be tied down to a fixed seat, uh, to be able to to have their own kind of space. And so when we looked at this initial concept from our design team, uh, LPK out of Meridian and, and Populous out of Kansas City, and, and we we kind of saw that this hit the mark in all those areas. And then also it's it's an area of the stadium where we've got some inventory available. We don't uh, we're not really sold out up there, so we can we can have flexibility to do different things. And so it kind of it kind of seemed to fill all the needs for us all at the same time. Yeah. And so when you mention needs, fans, it's almost like our needs. And I say our. I'm looking at it from a fan perspective. Are starting to change a little bit, you know, you, because games are so easy to view on television. Um, we're looking for ways to stand up and move around as opposed to always sitting. So it's like not only. Are you, are you trying to meet ticket demands, but what the fans really want in terms of watching a game, that's changing every day too, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, it's changing a lot. And I, I heard a great analogy last week from uh, actually a chef of, of all people, and the context was different, but I think it applies here. You know, we all we all love potato salad. If I make my potato salad with Miracle Whip and you make yours with Hellman's, we're going to have two totally different potato salads. and They may both be great, and you may say, yours is terrible, and I may say, eh, I don't really like yours. But that's kind of the way 
uh, the entertainment industry is. You know, everybody wants to do it in just a little bit of a different way. And we, we have people who have had seats on the 50-yard line for 40 years and would never move. But we have other people who are in other areas, in the school board club where they have the terrace or in the South Loge where they have their own space, who say, I would never leave here. I would never go back to one of those fixed seats. So everybody has their own way, and, and we've got to continue working with that mix to try to figure out how to hit all those marks and, and, and get as many people in the stadium as we can. Mike Ritchie, uh, on your radio, I love the idea. I really do. I genuinely do because I can see it. It'd be something if I wasn't working the games I'd absolutely want to have access to, um, get a view from up high as opposed to field level, that kind of thing. So specifically this, um, this um, it's called the, the balconies. The balconies. And if someone walks up and says, hey, Mike, what are those? I hadn't seen renderings. Just explain it to me. How do you answer that, what they are? You know, I, I think it's sort of a, a combination between a club space, a loge box, and a suite. Uh, if you can kind of imagine that. So each one is it's there and they get a little bit bigger as you go up the stadium, uh, just because of the way the, the geometry works out. But if you can imagine having a sort of an outdoor skybox, then you have no fixed seats, uh, but you have the ability to, to service it on Fridays before, like we do in our clubs and, and suites. So you have an opportunity to bring in some of your personal items the night before. Um, it, it's, there, there are two, there are two, uh, storage boxes that we'll provide in there as well, but it's essentially, you can move those boxes around if you want to, and you can bring in your own chairs if you want to bring chairs, or, or a fan if you want to bring in a fan. Um, you can bring in a refrigerator. There'll be electric up there. So if you want to bring in a refrigerator and have your own, uh, space to cool drinks and snacks and things, you can do that. So it's, 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 um, customizable, but I think it's, uh, it's an experience that'll be unique to each person who has one. But I, I, that's the way I kind of envision it as a combination of those three things all wrapped into one. Sure. And a little shade for an early game is never a bad thing, is it? Never a bad thing. And when we saw the concept, that was the first thing we said was, can you really get shade up there? Because we got to have shade uh, for those early games. That's important. And when we get past 2 o'clock in the afternoon, it's all natural shade anyway. But as you know, uh, if we're playing between 11 and, and 2, it's it's going to be hot. Sure. And that people want that shade. Sure. Talking with Mike Ritchie. And so uh, the cost um, for a, a Bulldog club donation but also ticket costs kind of walk me through what that is yeah so the bulldog club donation is twenty seven hundred dollars per box and then you you have to purchase a minimum of eight season tickets that area is an area where we discount our season tickets already anyway so the discounted price up there is 225 and so when you put it all together it's just under five thousand for the box and the season the season tickets to go with it uh they'll all be uh, they all have little different capacities based on the square footage. So if you need more than eight season tickets, you can buy more. Uh, if you want to buy your eight season tickets and then for a couple of games you need three or four or five extras, then you can buy those extra tickets per game. So a lot of flexibility built in there for, for each game and, and for each group and how they want to manage it. And, and lastly, um, in terms of what people who have those spaces will be allowed to bring in, to sort of personalize it, whether it's, you know, a, a small refrigerator or a seat or a chair they like or a television, they will communicate that with you and with the, the folks here at State, get it approved. Mm -hmm. No grills, no fires, but yeah. basic stuff to watch the game. Yeah, no, yeah, no, uh, cooking devices or appliances, things like that, but, that, but, but we will, and we do have a, a list of uh, prohibited items that we'll put on our website and, um, Anything that you want to bring, we just ask that you kind of let us know and let us take a look at it just to make sure it's appropriate for that area. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I think our, our thought is it, it's, it's kind of your space. Now we're not, we don't want people to 
you know, hang signs and drill holes and that, that kind of thing. But uh, anything, you know, like you mentioned, seating, uh, a refrigerator, um, you know, a, 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 a residential type fan, something like that. I think all those things will, will be great and will enhance the experience for everybody. Very, very cool. Mike, thanks so much. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. All right. That was a quick conversation with Mike Ritchie from Mississippi State, Senior Associate Athletics Director, uh, Bulldog Club. So what do you think about that? I'm curious, curious uh, your comments. Now, Jason in, in Flagstaff commented on the uh, text line. He says, I hope they buy really good insurance. Bad spot to be every five to ten years. What are you talking about, weather? Like every now and then you get some bad weather that comes through during a game, and I guess, you know, that's really true for any of it. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, it is. Uh, Richard on YouTube on the live stream. Richard says, kudos to State. Great innovation for Davis Wade. Fact. Attendance is down every year for college football stadiums. It is. It's steadily kind of declines. We haven't had over the years this big everybody. Like, where is everybody other than COVID? But it's been a steady decline across the country. Some more than others. You know, it's kind of varied from one to one. But but across the board, it's a steady decline. So they know, the leaders in college football and college sports know, that they are battling the home viewing experience. And and all those kinds of things. People are tailgating and just not even going in because they don't want they'll they'll have the tailgate cost and the the fellowship with fans and friends and just avoid the ticket cost and not go in. I mean, people do that kind of thing. So, you know, you just gotta be creative. And I really believe this kind of stuff is the future of stadiums. There will be smaller attendances, not larger ones. There will be less general seating. There will be more premium stuff that's fun to just hang out. You're going to have to have that stuff. And I think this is a really smart move on State's part to go ahead and start that process this year. Hour two coming up. Stick around, would you?